Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. On that weekend feeling today, we turn our attention to the Commonwealth Games taking place in Birmingham in the UK. A young South African athlete, Kabecha born, and one who's tipped by many as a medal chance for South Africa. His name is Jamie Riddle. His dad, Alec Riddle, joins us now. A fine athlete, listeners will remember from back in the day, and thereafter a commentator on television in the sport as well. Alec, a proud moment for you and the family. How's Birmingham treating you? Yeah, it's very good. The weather's the weather's been great, and um, there's a, a great amount of excitement building up to the race. Definitely. How's Jamie feeling? I have had the chance to listen to an interview or two so far, and he seems quietly confident. Yeah, look, um, you know, he, he um, he's excited. Uh, he knows he's prepared well. Uh, that's that's always one of the things to focus on when you when you've done the homework. You know, the tests generally, you know, you're a bit more relaxed going into the test. Um, yeah, as I said to him this morning, you know, you've rehearsed your lines, uh, you know, go onto the stage and just give it your all. Um, yeah, I would say he's, 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 he's got an outside chance for, for a medal, but um, look, it's a very powerful, you know, top end, uh, you know, the Commonwealth Games. And a lot will depend upon tactics. Uh, we at this stage are still not sure if Henry Skuman will be racing. Uh, there is talk he's not, then there's talk that he is, which um, unfortunately, if he doesn't race, it does mean that one of Jamie's biggest uh, allies is is out of the race. And Henry, of course, would have driven the swim really hard, which is what Jamie would need. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of uncertainty as to Jamie's tactics now going into the race until he knows for sure whether Henry's on the start line or not. Um, but having said that, uh, you know, Jamie's the type of guy who can adapt, you know, to any situation. Personally, I've heard talk that he prefers the running leg of Ironman. Um, well, look, Jamie for years uh, struggled a little bit with his running, largely because he had, uh, you know, sort of growing issues. And so we held him back a lot the last three years of school from the running. We focused on the swimming and biking. Um, but his running is coming along really nicely now. But I would say his swim is probably still the most powerful weapon he's got. And yourself, with him growing up, I'm sure you would have been an inspiration. And it's because you were involved in sport that he took it up. Did you find it difficult yeah. to uh, not coach too much? Yeah, look, it was difficult. I mean, you know, from his formative years, we always encouraged the kids to do as much as possible. I mean, Jamie did water polo, soccer, rugby, life-saving, athletics. And I think it was when I was still chasing, uh, you know, dreams overseas, uh, going to Ironman um, age group championships, uh, he tagged along, and I think the but the, the bug bit, and so that's where the triathlon came from. Um, obviously, in his formative years, or teenage years, you know, I was very much involved, and you know, I've slowly been extricating myself, um, you know, because there are more professional people out there. But it's also it's very difficult to have a father's hat and a coach's hat. Hmm. You know, if you're coaching an athlete and there's no, you know, parent-son emotion, and it's just a lot easier than, you know, when it's your son. You know, you can't read him, you know, the right act. You maybe don't want to push him for fear of him getting injured. Whereas sometimes if you want to compete on the international stage, you've got to be, you've got to push that red line, you know, uh, it's the one who can push closest to the red line and stay injury-free that is perhaps going to do the best. And I think it's very difficult for a parent to do so. I think I've successfully uh, extricated myself from that situation. We trust in his coach, uh, who's the head of the Suicide Performance uh, Triathletes, uh, Nico Montevon. 
Uh, yeah, he's been working with Jamie for six years now and has, uh, in the course of this year, uh, basically taken over the total reign. You know, I was involved in, in, in the running side for, for, for many of those years. And uh, I must say, I'm less stressed today than I have been at many races because, uh, you know, I haven't uh, haven't had uh, you know that much much of a role the last uh, the last little while. I'm I'm just here as the sounding board. In addition to learning from you, as far as the sport goes, I get the feeling he may have learned a few tricks from Dad on the microphone as well. He comes across really assured and accomplished when interviews are done with him. I always note that because so many sportsmen find that to be tricky. Yeah, you know, it's, it's strange. You know, he, he had the opportunity to do a lot of public speaking, particularly at Gray, uh, junior, both junior school and, and, and senior school until he left at the end of uh, grade nine when he went down to Stellenbosch and Paul Roos to, to, you know, p- pursue more his triathlon career. Um, what I found astonishing is, uh, you know, he was interviewed two weeks ago on the World Triathlon podcast. I never knew this, but he said, uh, you know, when he was when he was young, he thought about you know the future and what he needed to do uh, to be you know the most marketable or best sportsman he could be to attract sponsors because he knew he wasn't going to get support in South Africa. Wow! And one of the things he did, he went out of his comfort zone to do public speaking so that he would be more marketable and be able to speak in front of a microphone in later years. And I thought, geez, how does it? But having said that, this you know, I remember 2012 in. COVID the guy was 12 years old and we got on the plane he said to me dad i hope you won't be cross with me i said why he said um i sneaked out of the hotel last night took a knife and um i've etched my my uh, a message on that big uh, fig tree at the start of the iron man i said oh, wow. what did you write he said in 2027 i will return to contest this race and i thought how does a 12 year old have a dream that is in 15 years time yeah that is serious yeah. focus Moving from Jamie to Team South Africa, give us a sense of the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. Are you aware of an atmosphere? Is there a lot of support for it, a lot of media hype? Uh, The UK is massive when it comes to the Games. You know, you just think back to London 2012, uh, think back to Manchester's Commonwealth Games. Um, You know, Britain, they're they're on fire here. You know, the triathlon, we we were walking the course yesterday and every official was just, you know, talking about Alex Ian. Georgia, Taylor Brown. Of course, they are two of the favourites in the men's and women's. Um, but it's great, you know. Uh, Jamie's and uh, we, we're in Warwick, at Warwick University, staying in one of the conference centres. We're about a kilometre away from the uh, Games Village, where the sevens team are, uh, the triathletes are, the bowls people are, and a few of the other sports. Uh, and Jamie says it's wonderful because you know he's uh, he's sponsored by Under Armour and he's got to know a few of the sevens players who are also sponsored and he says, ah, it's nice to see this one and that one and, you know, we're having a lot of fun and and things like that. And I think that's important, you know, that in the build-up to a big games event, it's not all about the pressure. You've got to sort of release that valve and have a little bit of fun and enjoyment, you know, to stay relaxed. And uh, so so that's the advantage of, of the village, I think. Any message for Jamie's fans, friends back in Klebecha? Yeah, look, uh, you know, you know, it's just if I can just give a message to the youngsters out there. You know, if you've got a dream, you know, pursue it. You know, with all you've got. You know, I've I've, I've admired and watched. You know, Jamie. You know, pursue this this dream relentlessly. And um, you know, but the important thing is not to steal your own childhood uh, along that journey. You know, have a little bit of fun along the way. Um, 
they say that uh, you, everybody says, yeah, you must try and maintain balance. But, you know, if you're on a team at this level, you've got to be a little bit unbalanced. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, he sacrificed a lot. He doesn't call it a sacrifice. He loves everything he does. He just cannot wait to train each day. Uh, so for him, it's still fun. And that's that's the important thing. If you can keep a little bit of fun in, uh, in what you're doing and enjoy every day what you're doing, uh, that's great. And he certainly does that. Well, fair enough. Assure him of support from everyone back in South Africa and certainly back in his hometown of Quebec. Well, before you go, I would imagine you've had a look at the weather forecast. I was just thinking you're suffering under the hottest summer on record, I'm told. What's the weather going to be like? Fortunately, the heat wave was last week, and that's uh, that's dissipated. We've got perfect weather today. As I said to somebody yesterday, um, this will be like racing in Port Elizabeth, hopefully without the wind. Um, and, yeah, I think the weather forecast for today is absolutely perfect. I think the temperature is going to be around about uh, 20-ish. Um, perfect. Virtually no wind. Um, so absolutely perfect. The only problem is, uh, yeah, the swim. Uh, there's a lot of talk about the swim and the condition of the water. Um, something that we have challenges with in South Africa. Um, but anyway, let's, let's, let's hope everything goes according to plan. We certainly do. Alec Riddle, thank you for joining us on that weekend feeling. Have yourself a great day and wish Jamie all the best. Thanks very much, Darren. You keep well. Cheers. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.